Marketing for Humans, bringing the human back into marketing. Hi, I'm Christina Fry, and we will be talking about bringing the human back into marketing today. And I mean that on a couple different levels. First, building trust between one human and another, which helps you grow your service business and creating a marketing workload that one human can actually tackle. So if you have a service-based business, for example, if you're a real estate agent, a financial advisor, life coach, or other service professional, your currency is trust. For people to hire you, you need to be continuously building trust in your community. And you might just wonder how to do that (laughs) regularly, which is what we're going to address often here. And another thing to consider is marketing can be pretty lonely. If you're running a business, providing a service, doing a great job, you're the one who has to get out there and help others understand the value you provide. This is not always easy. Right? Like you get out there, people are either interested or they're not. You have to deal with rejection or misunderstanding or all kinds of things. And it's just all falling on you. So, yeah, it can be kind of lonely. And because of that, I wanted to dedicate this first episode to assuring you that you're not alone. As somebody who's running a business, you are in really good company of people who have to deal with marketing on a daily basis. You have to grow your business. That's just how it goes. So, you know, how in the world do you keep it human to human? And so let's spend some time looking at the challenges so we understand the landscape we're operating in, and then we can consider some paths through. Okay. You could spend an entire career mastering Facebook ads, right? Like I could hire you if you're an expert, right? You could make a whole career just on that. That's your full-time job. Go do it. You could also, you know, if you're running a business, you have a website. You could be emailing people with your wonderful newsletter and you should be doing this regularly. How about your social media presence? How's that going these days? Are you doing videos? Are you putting webinars on? Are you going to networking events? What about speaking? I could go on and on with all of the different choices. How are you doing with those choices? And if you are doing more than one vehicle, chances are they have not brought the results that you wanted, at least not all of them. There's always this pressure to just keep doing a lot of things at once. And the shiny toys of marketing are constantly sparkling at you from the distance and maybe not so far away. And you just want to grab them and make them, you know, work for you. Let's do Instagram. Let's do, you know, a new website. What else could we do? Now, the issue is that if you haven't mastered a strategy or 10 strategies and you haven't gotten the results that you want, it can be really discouraging. I mean, if you're looking around and seeing other entrepreneurs getting results with the same vehicles that you're using, then yeah, I mean, that can be pretty discouraging. And you wonder, what's the point? How in the world am I supposed to do this? And it gets really tempting to start emulating other marketing 
gurus or rock stars because, well, they're getting the results. And the issue there is that, yeah, they're getting the results, but they're doing a strategy that works for them. And they're not you and you're not them. That's just something to really take into consideration. Not every strategy is your strategy. We'll be talking a lot about that on these uh, podcast episodes. So you post things, you send things, you attend things just to say you're doing marketing. I call this phoning it in. If you're not really standing behind what you put out there, then it gets really mechanical. You don't really care. And when you don't really care, do you really think anybody else is going to care? Keep that in mind when you post another article up on Facebook that you didn't write and that you're not really that excited about. It's as relevant as it might seem. It's just not going to come off the same as if you were much more connected to the material. And there are other people who do what you do. So classic, classic branding challenge is that you have to distinguish yourself. And how, how in the world are you going to do that? And you got to focus yourself. If you're going to have any results with any strategy, how do you do that? And you probably have a sneaking suspicion that marketing doesn't just have to be this, you know, bunch of information that you send out to the world or this desperate dog of chasing business down, right? That there's a lot of potential to help people, transform them, make a real difference in their lives, even before they've hired you. You get to be known as that fill in the blank, that real estate agent, that life coach or career coach who really does this cool thing in the community. And I don't just mean, you know, public service can be a lot of different things, but you're constantly growing trust and people see it. And I know that as a business owner, you want to be authentic and you want to show how devoted you are as you grow your business and get your new clients, but maybe you just don't know how to do it. Right? So that's when it gets really tempting to just reach for the closest marketing vehicle. It's like reaching for a chocolate bar. It's just there. So I'm going to do it. And that's sort of the opposite of truly claiming it as your own. So there's a lot of things to deal with when you're putting your marketing strategy together. You're thinking about how to grow your business for the next year. You're thinking about how to build your whole community, your email list, whatever it is. There's a lot of building going on here. <laughs> and I really appreciate that you're still listening to this podcast because I think sometimes listening to the challenges, even that is discouraging. Like, okay, fine. What do I do now? I totally get it. So that's why I wanted to share with you a path, a path that I will be exploring in depth and in a lot of different dimensions. And that is one voice one strategy. I'll say it again. One voice, one strategy. This is the good news, right? Like if you understand what your one voice is and what your one strategy is, you're done. <laughs> I mean, yes, there's work to be done, but this saves you money, gives you a workload you can handle, helps you come forward in the way that you can truly make a difference to people. There's a lot here. So let's just break it down a little bit. One voice. 
I don't just mean that you need to stand out from the crowd, you know, have a nice brand with a great logo and uh, make a loud noise so that you're listened to. That's not what this is about, actually. It's really about showing others how much you can help them while you're having fun doing it, right? Like you get to have fun while you're helping others. People can feel that and it is magnetizing. So this is when marketing becomes transformational, not just informational. If you're present, if you're leaning in, if you are just, you know, you're just bringing the gusto. And it's just, it taps into a magic that you have right now listening to this podcast. You have a magic that helps others. It's like this zone, this way of being that helps others and makes you come alive. That's your voice. That's what your voice needs to be grounded in. And I'm not saying it to give you more work to do and like a homework assignment. I'm saying you have it. It's just a matter of identifying it and then claiming it and using it. (laughs) So that's part one. Part two is, okay, so you have a voice. What is the home, the engine, the vehicle, and better stated, the one marketing strategy that that voice can live in and grow through? And it sounds maybe a little sim- you know, simplistic or wishful thinking that really I can grow my business with one strategy. But here's the thing. When you have one marketing strategy, you give yourself a chance to master it. And with mastery comes all kinds of gifts that you could never even imagine. I just wrote an article, it's two parts, where I looked at my one speaking strategy and found 13 different amazing things that came out of just sticking with speaking for a couple of years, right? Like now that I've done that for two years, I opened the door to the podcast because it felt like this is the next natural thing. I've been wanting to do a podcast for a long time, but until I mastered speaking, no. I just wasn't going to go there. I made that choice a long time ago. I wanted to get to mastery. And the thing about landing on one strategy is that I truly believe that there is one particular strategy right now that whatever your voice happens to be is the perfect vehicle for your voice, right? Like I know that's not logical because you could do a lot of different things and I'm sure they would all go nicely, but there is one thing that you could do now where your voice, you know, you, you can occupy it with your voice, your marketing voice, and it's just perfect for what you have to offer the world. And you know what happens when you find your perfect vehicle and your voice, then the people who you want to work with, the people you can truly serve, they find you, you find them. You start having the conversations that lead to long-lasting business relationships. And that's what this is all about. That is the true prize of all of this, is pausing and looking around at your business and saying, my goodness, I am so thankful that I can do the good work that I'm doing for the people that I'm doing it for. I'm not saying you have to like and adore every single person that you ever do work for, but believe me, the likelihood of enjoying your working partnerships is so much higher when you do this kind of work at the front end. And it really doesn't take that much. So here's another 
piece of good news in all of this. The fuel that is running the show of everything I'm talking about, your voice and your strategy, the fuel that can be you know, pretty much the fuel for everything you do along these lines is what I call joyful service to others. Yeah, that's a fuel. And a lot of times, you know, you're in the service business, you know what it's like to give and give and give and exhaust yourself, become a martyr. Oh, woe is me, right? That's just not sustainable. So everything that I do when I work with people is based on, okay, how does this align with your joyful service to others kind of place? And that is a way of being that you can work at. And I think that all of us need to. We don't just wake up in the morning and it's like, oh, I just love giving in this way, right? We're evolving beings and we need to understand ourselves and how we want to make a difference in the world. Because yes, we have our tendencies, but you can be the artist of your own generosity every single day. So that's a muscle that I highly recommend (laughs) developing. And I have my ways of doing it, which I'll speak to during these podcasts. But that way, everything you do to get out there and, you know, grow your business, grow trust, all the stuff I'm talking about is coming from this place of fun, fun that makes a difference in other people's lives. I mean, really, is there anything better than that? So you might be wondering right about now, okay, fine, tell me how to identify my voice or how am I supposed to figure out that one strategy or, okay, great, generosity that's enjoyable, love it, but how? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked. We will be discussing all of this. I also kind of speak to it on my website you know, just as an introduction, just a little reminder, the website is innatemarketinggenius.com, innatemarketinggenius.com. So you can explore around there. But I want to start by showing you others, business owners who have claimed their voices, their strategies, and what that's like when they do this, right? They have one voice and one strategy because honestly, I look around and I don't see this demonstrated very much, right? Like people want to do multiple vehicles and they don't do them to mastery. I'm not saying that you're going to have one strategy for the rest of your business life. I'm just saying give each vehicle mechanism strategy the chance to get to a place of mastery. And so we're going to look at what that even could be like. And so I will be interviewing people I've worked with, past clients, current clients, because I just want you to see what it's like. What are their voices? What are their strategies? And what is, you know, how are they building their businesses right now? And what kind of difference has it made in how they run their businesses and build their businesses? Because honestly, when you understand what your one voice is, it changes how you do business and relate to your clients as well. I think you might be surprised by the power of your voice that is grounded in that joyful service to others. So I personally have a very specific, straightforward way that I uncover all this with my clients. I've been doing this for years. It's just my thing. However, I also would like to hear from other marketing professionals on how they keep things human in their marketing. I mean, if you know everything about everything on Instagram, I would love to hear from you, especially if you are 
truly building trust in your community through that vehicle. So I will be finding people who are doing a great job in certain marketing vehicles of keeping the human in the equation. I'm just, I'm so impressed and excited when people actually do that. So I can't wait to have them on this podcast. And then finally, some people who have not worked with me and are not official marketing consultants, they are doing a great job anyway. Go figure. (laughs) And I can't wait to talk to them as business owners that have somehow brought the human into their marketing. And again, they're building that trust. They are truly making a difference in their potential clients' lives and current clients' lives. And let's hear from them and see how they're doing it so that we just hear about this from a lot of different angles. And therefore you will understand, wow, yes, it is possible to do different vehicles and really, I mean, have it feel like there's one human communicating to one human. Now, my ideal scenario, as far as marketing goes, would be if a company, you know, I I sometimes buy clothing from Prana, right? So, okay. (laughs) It would be so cool if someone at Prana wrote a handwritten letter about, wow, Christina, um, I noticed that you use these kinds of clothing, you know, clothes in your wardrobe. And I've noticed that you've bought this in the past from us. And I noticed that this is what you care about in your life. And wow, how's your dog doing? And et cetera, et cetera, right? Like it's super personal and caring. And they write it by hand. And then they put it in an envelope, place a stamp on top, and they send it to me, right? And it's like, wow. And then maybe I pick up a phone and call them and we have a really sweet little chat about clothes. And then I say, you know what? I would love to buy this, this, and this from you. Can you send it to me? Or perhaps let's meet for coffee. You can bring the clothes and you know, maybe I'll buy them from you. Like what I'm getting at is this very personal, very just human to human kind of contact. And you know what? You don't have to have coffee with people or write them a handwritten letter to have the power of this kind of lovely trust-building intimacy in your marketing. So that's what we're going to be exploring. Let's find the marketing that does that. So my parting thought (laughs) is that I look forward to exploring all the ways that you can reclaim marketing as a way to build trust between humans with a workload fit for a human. Until next time on Marketing for humans.